Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, a gentleman had written a book called Son of Bum, Lessons My Dad Taught Me About Football and Life. Wade Phillips, longtime NFL coach, uh, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Wade, how you doing? Good, Bill. Yeah, good. Well, good as can be, right? I'm, right, right. In the world we I'm live like in, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm like everybody. I'm just sitting around the house doing nothing. And I Writing don't books. start from yeah, writing books, that kind of thing. So, hey, I want to ask you, um, I, I was reading the book, and uh, I, I started going through the chapters, and one of the chapters is coaching isn't bitching. And I it made me laugh because it just sounded like something that you would say, your dad would say. It was just so, so personality, character-wise of what it is, which I found a fascinating uh, a fascinating chapter. Uh, tell me about what the book is about, so people that are listening can kind of get an understanding of what it is. Well, it's it's a uh, you know I I wrote it to honor my dad basically, but he did teach me so many things, certainly about football and and so many so many things in football relate to life itself. So, I mean, we're you know we're going we're going through a team thing right now. Uh, you know, with all this virus thing and everybody has to do certain things and not do certain things and do them the right way. Um, that's what you learn doing as a team. So, um, but I wrote the book, uh, because of him and, and, you know, he had a, you know, they don't let you have it anymore, but he had a personality that, uh, you just don't see around football or NFL or football anymore. Really. Can you, don't you... See a, uh, you don't see a, a head coach with with a cowboy hat on the sideline anymore <laughs> right right no i i completely agree i you, you, there were coaches hank stram had a turf a, a type of personality sure. vince lombardi had a personality right. i mean you know obviously tom landry had a personality i mean there was a lot right. of different guys that brought that to the sideline um when when you coach you know and obviously you're going through the schematics and you're doing things in your head but is there at any point in time do you find it a little surreal that you think, okay, I'm doing this, but this is what Dad would have done? Yes, uh, somewhat. I mean, you know, because because of uh, 
especially the teaching part, just like just like that chapter, you know, coaching and bitching. Well, you know, coaching really isn't griping about things after they happen. You know, it's teaching people to to react to things, but teaching people things that are going to happen and how to react to them beforehand. So, you know, the little league coaches, you know, they call themselves coaches, but uh, you know, they're griping at the kids all the time. That that bothered me, you know, and I wanted to put that out there that. Hey, describing to people isn't really coaching. Uh, I got to ask you, and I, I wanted—I was reading this, and and they called your dad flop. No, my my granddad. Your granddad. Okay, I wanted to make sure because yeah. I was reading that, and I and no. and I was going through this, and I'm thinking, okay, no, wait a minute, it came out as bum. I was reading through that no. chapter, and they said flop, and I, I wanted know. to make sure I got it right. Okay. No, that was my granddad. You know, their their first name. My dad was named after his dad, and he said the, the best thing he didn't do is name <laughs> name me the the third. But his first name is O A I L, and it's hard to say. It's Oil, and so you know. Therefore, my granddad had to have a nickname, and my dad had to have a nickname because people <laughs> couldn't pronounce the name. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, obviously you grow up with football as, is uh, you know, is your, is your career and you, you're just kind of, you know, inbred into it, so to speak, because of your dad's profession. But, uh, when you start to take away life lessons and such, uh, not just on the field, but off the field, uh, some of the things early, more poignant things that maybe your dad passed along to you, what were they or what, what sticks out in your mind? Oh, uh, you know, how to work with people as far as working concerned and, you know, it's still the golden rule, treat people like you'd like to be treated. You know, I think that's a big part of coaching and life, you know. Uh, and the other thing, I mean, he had a great he, – he enjoyed every day. He enjoyed every single day. He lived 90 years, and I guarantee he enjoyed every day, uh, win or lose. Uh, he still enjoyed life and, and people. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a great lesson to learn. Um, I wanted to ask you about the current day and and how different it is. You talked about personalities and how your dad had the personality wearing the cowboy hat, and you've actually had to kind of live through the adaptation of what uh, the yesteryear was and what you were allowed to have versus what you can and can't do today. How difficult has it been, or how easy has it been for you to adapt to today's politically correct society today's mentality of players because that's really what coaching is is adapting to the talent that you have right and then the overall uh nfl you know it's it's a corporate i mean it's it's a business so it's it's turned into big business and that's yeah that's changed with the players because uh, they didn't make you know they didn't, in the old days they didn't make a whole lot of money you know it wasn't a profession that that you made more money than everybody else. Uh, so that all changed. And then uh, uh, coaching itself, uh, you know, uh, has changed with society changed so much. So, you know, you change with that. So, uh, And some of it's good. Some of some of it's not as good as it was. Uh, you, you've obviously technology had a coaching helps. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. Yeah, sort of. yeah, technology helps, but it also, you know, just like we know, hinder some things at times so uh, it, it it's a different world and you have to adjust with it and we, we try to do that talking with wade phillips long time nfl coach co-author of son of bum lessons my dad taught me about football and life joining us on the schneider orange hotline 
you've had a, a colorful coaching career. You've been in numerous places. Uh, the one uh, chapter in the book was, with America's team, it's always Super Bowl or bust. How fun was that, and how much pressure was that? Yeah, both of those things. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, and and still, you know, we, we've had some success uh, at different places I've been, and uh, still, everywhere I go, the most most people that recognize me are uh, cowboy fans. Hey, Wade Phillips, Cowboys, you know. Right. But uh, so uh, it was. It, it is a lot of pressure, I guess. But there's a lot of pressure in pro football as a head coach and every team to win. Um, uh, the media and the fans uh, certainly are a part of it everywhere, but they are in, you know, they are in Green Bay too. So it's a. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's pressure to win, no matter you know where you're coaching. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, uh, Jerry Jones is a fun guy. He's a great family guy. Uh, you know, his whole family works there. Um, you know, he's interesting to work for. I'll say that uh, because he is a gen- well. I mean, he's the general manager and and the and the owner, which you know is a good good thing in some ways in that you don't have to go through the gen, general manager to get to the owner, you know, and some, mm-hmm. you know, coach sometimes wants a player and the general manager doesn't want the player. And so, well, you got to, you know, you got to talk to the owner about trying to get the player. Well, you know, you just go straight to Jerry there and say, Hey, we want this guy because of such and such. And then he says, well, yeah or no. So, uh, some of, some of it was really good. And the, being around him and his family, they're, they're a fun family. Uh, they're not fun when you, when you get fired, but, uh, they're still good people. What is because uh, you've seen a lot of football? Talk about some of the best teams that you've either either been with or that you've coached against because you have seen a lot of great football in your day. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I mean, I you know, forty two years I've, I've been in the league, so there's been a lot of great teams, and and I've been with quite a few really good, you know, the. The one that won the Super Bowl for us was the uh, Super Bowl Fifty with the Broncos, but um, but I, I had you know it takes a lot to get there. It certainly takes a lot to win uh, that game. But uh, you know I've been on other teams that were really successful, but we didn't quite get there one thing or the other. So the Music City Miracle at, at Buffalo, you know, mm-hmm. I was on the wrong end of that one, and uh, we had a really we had the number one defense in the league at that time, and. And and had a really good offense too. So we had a chance there, even at Houston when I was with the Texans, and uh, we lost to the Ravens, who won the Super Bowl. Uh, Schaub, our quarterback, got hurt before the game, and so they couldn't play. That that hurt us. So I I, I think I can go on and on about could have, would have, but uh, we did at Denver. We had a great great team there, and I and I coached with Buddy Ryan with the with the uh, Eagles, he, he had just come from the 85 Bears. So uh, the 85 Bears and the, and the Super Bowl 50 Broncos were, you know, pretty good teams. <laughs> I uh, get a chance, uh, usually at Super Bowl, to talk to a lot of coaches. And when I ask them about their careers, a lot of times they smile about some of their early days and learning days. But some of the some of the kicks they get – they talk about going back and teaching in college or high school. Tell me about when you were the defensive coordinator for, was it Lutcher, Lutcher Stark High School? 
Yeah, Lutcher Stark. Yeah, Lutcher Stark High School. A lot of yeah. times, people go back to their their high school days and college days and say, you know what, I had a great time in the NFL, but I just enjoyed coaching the kids, coaching the guys. Uh, did you did you really did you enjoy that? Because you would come from Houston as a graduate assistant, going right into right. a high school football program. Right, I, I did, and and the, the the great thing about football, on any level, high school, college, pro football. Uh, with the players and the coaches, is right before the game. It's all the same. Everybody's excited about playing. They're, they're, they want to win. Uh, they want to go out and play and, and do their best. And uh, that hadn't changed. You know, and then, you know, so society and all that other stuff and cell phones and all that uh, uh, has changed. But before the game, it's still the same. And I, I enjoyed coaching high, high school. And then in college, I got, I got to coach at Oklahoma State and Kansas. And I'll say one of the biggest moments we ever had was was uh, I was at Kansas and we beat Oklahoma at Oklahoma twenty three to three, and they had won twenty nine straight games. So, <laughs> you know, some of the great NFL victories we had weren't any better than that one. Right. Yeah. I tell you what, I could talk to you for hours. Wade, it's a terrific book. Son of Bum, Lessons My Dad Taught Me About Football and Life. Obviously, with uh, a lot of America sitting at home right now, they've got time to read. So I would highly recommend if you get a chance to go get this, get it online, have it delivered to you, whatever. Uh, It's a terrific book if you're really a historian of football. Wade, I I, I can't say thanks enough. I appreciate your time. I loved watching your career. I've always appreciated your defensive mind and the way you conducted yourself. Thanks so much for joining us for a couple of minutes, my friend, okay? Thank you, Bill. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go. That's Wade Phillips, a longtime NFL coach, and he just, uh, as a matter of fact, it was not renewed by the uh, Los Angeles Rams as they've gone in a different direction with their defense. But, uh, the, uh, the well, he's got some time on his hand. He sat down with Vic Carucci, and uh, they wrote the book called Son of Bum, Lessons My Dad Taught Me About Football and life, and you talk about a long time, colorful coaching career. Everything from uh, going as a graduate assistant from Houston to Oklahoma State and Kansas and the Houston Oilers, through the Saints, the Eagles, the Broncos twice, the Bills twice, the Falcons, the Chargers, the Cowboys, and then the Rams, and uh, I, I want to say Houston Texans as well. Uh, a lot of time there in the NFL, and uh, he does have a ring as the defensive coordinator. Uh, when uh, they had Peyton Manning in Denver, and uh, just a lot of neat stuff. Uh, he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You stay uh, you stay right there, and you do good work, hard work, and they're going to treat you right. That's the way they do it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.